All right, we are on a tape delay off the bench <laughs> in the shadows of Rogers Place in the capital region of Alberta. It's uh, no real shadows today. It's pretty no, cloudy. It's cloudy today. It uh, is really cloudy, yeah. Not as hot as it's been in the past. Muggy. It's cooled off a little bit. Yeah. Rain. Thick, as I've said before. It's thick out. The air is thick. All right, I am your host, Nick Good, and as always, joined to my right, I have Adam Hunter. Hello. And Neil Cochran. Hello. Hello, boys. How are you doing? Good. Good. Doing, I just got up, just well. got back from the gym. I'm feeling good. Feeling prepped. Good pump. Yeah. What would you work today, Neil? Worked upper. We'll just go with upper. I don't want to be worked. Worked upper. Let's not get into specifics, okay? Mm. Okay. No, I worked arms. Nick. I, worked, I worked arms, Nick, and it's bad because my elbow's still swollen and it's it's uh, from the hockey injury. From that hockey the, injury. The all that, hockey. Although that month, it's a month long injury apparently. So yeah, it's just been Jesus. a month already. Oh yeah, Adam, did you work out today? Uh, yesterday. Oh, would you work out? It's not important. <laughs> I'm asking you. Maybe the people want to know. I worked chest and tries yesterday. Ooh, glory nice. muscles. Curious, exactly. Much it's, like I did. I went to yeah. show them off today, but then there was no sun. Yeah, so. what can you do? What can you do? It was lovely. <laughs> actually, I, I kind of I pulled my tricep, actually. Oh. <laughs> so it wasn't that good. God. Yeah, I know. Well. Um, I'm surviving, though. Speaking of struggles. Yeah. Let's, we go. uh, we're going to change up the format here a little bit. No, not the format, but the... Uh, Topic, the topic um, order mm. a little bit. Because we are in the dead of summer now. It's July. I'd say so. Yeah. We're moving into it. Yeah. Um, we are going to talk a little hockey, a little basketball, but uh, Adam's been asking for it. Some of the some of the listeners have been asking for it. So let's, uh, Adam, why don't you set the table Ooh. with the leadoff segment and let's talk a little MLB. Wow. wow. What a way with words. Let's, that's nice. like took, it's like you took English in school. Or <laughs> I know. You, you have no idea, really. Yeah, I thought he was a natural. Oh, man. All right. Let's talk a little MLB. Let's, uh, do you want to start with the home run derby since it was last yeah, night? Yeah. Recording mean, this on Tuesday, July 11th. Yeah. Home run derby was yesterday. The home run derby, that was the best one I've ever seen, in fact. Since they switched the format to the countdown, it's been way better. What way was the previous better. format? Previously, they had 10 outs, basically. An out was when they didn't hit it out of the park. Ah. So it was, you know, you were racing to swings, I guess. It's way better with the countdown clock. It's, I mean, last night's was one of the best I've ever seen. Actually, the best I've ever seen. A lot of fun. They don't take it seriously, which is, you know, I shouldn't say they. The guys involved want to win, but the MLB doesn't take themselves too seriously when it comes to home run derby. It's just about guys hitting dingers. That's all it needs to be about, so it's a lot of fun. I wish they weren't in a dome, though. Yeah, that sucks. Because, like, some of those home runs would have went farther Mm -hmm. yesterday. Like they hit the back edges of the wall. Well, they hit the roof on I mean, a couple. Miami's not a great ballpark no. for it, but they can't just have it in good hitters' ballparks all the time. <laughs> true. So what they can should just do? put it in Colorado every year. Yes, like Judge he needs to hit one in Colorado <laughs> just to see how far it can go. Well, I mean, he hit one. Fuck. Pardon me, but Miami last night five. There goes that promise. Yeah, yourself. I know. Yeah, but it was three crazy. minutes into the <laughs> Five hundred. Adam said he's not going to swear I was trying. anymore. I was trying. Yeah, but, but he hit a home run five hundred thirteen feet. What other? What else do you say? Five hundred thirteen feet in Miami. Right in a room. Yeah, like hit the back wall. Yeah, he hit the, he hit the windows. If the windows would have been yeah, open, he hit the roof twice. I mean, it's just insane. So, so yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but, like you're talking off mic before the thing started. Mm-hmm. Before we started recording. Yeah. There's rumors that the past years have been a little. What do they no. say, Adam? Well, the balls are juiced. It's not a rumor. <laughs> it's it's not a rumor. Like, it's been independently proven. <laughs> then the MLB did their own investigation, and of course they said, no, they're not. But they're 
that's silly, Jews, right? Yeah, yeah they, Just they can't like Trump investigate. Said he wasn't colluding with I mean, Russia. Yeah, yeah, Tell his son out of them. You can't exactly. investigate yourself and say everything's okay. So no, the, the balls are juiced. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't you know. know. They always do an independent review. Like yeah, he does their own. They're it's like what the NFL does. It's like, oh yeah, oh. we found nothing. Of course, you didn't find anything. Like what? What did you expect? Did you well, like indict yourself? Like, yeah, I know. It's it's like what? Does Goodell put on like a like a mask? We really care. Yeah. No, like he puts on like a nose and mustache like thing or you know. So puts on a disguise. He's like, yeah, independent. No, <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, the balls are—they uh, say they're a little bit like the the leather is a little uh, or horsehide rather. It's a little uh, like bouncier. Yes, and the seams are a little bit tighter, and thus the ball overall is hard. Yeah, and will travel. Yeah, is what. Because apparently you used to say. be able to move some of the hide mm-hmm. on a baseball, and uh, now you can't. Yeah. Okay. That's and, kind of like one of the big indicators, and like yeah. you could like scratch the uh, seams. Yeah. And now it you would can kind of elevate the seams a little bit. And this bit. is what guys like Stroman are saying is causing blisters. blisters well, yeah. I think for I mean, I'm guessing for guys like Stroman, since they're a bit younger, they probably weren't playing with the balls where you could move it that As easily. As much, yeah. It's like older guys, but over time they've sort of done that. See, it's funny because it used to be the guys that were juiced. And, and they didn't like that. So they'd rather juice the ball, I guess. I mean, it's more fun. Why not? I, I don't see why yeah. not. I mean, honestly. And ironically, like, the way the balls were before was giving the pitcher the advantage, right? Because yeah. they were obviously manipulating the ball to the point where they had more grip of the seam yes. and all that kind of stuff. And now that they can't do that, the hitters are destroying them. And, and, and again, and ultimately, so. the pitchers still have a huge advantage. It's huge. They still have the, it's still the only sport you can be... 70% shitty and be considered great. Yes. So, hey, listen. So, they still have a huge on, What do you mean by that? Like, three out of ten times, if you hit, go up to the plate, hit it three out of ten times, you are literally considered oh. one of the best players in the game. Yeah, you're, you're so a very So, 70% hit. of the time, you can actually be zero, like, awful. You're right. And yeah. you're actually considered one of the best. So, you mean 30% of the time, you can be good. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. 70% of the time, you can just suck. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, That's true. It's, it's crazy. You know, it's an interesting so game like that, that way. So, the pitchers have the advantage that way that, like, they're still going to strike you out. Yeah, they always will have that advantage. I mean, yes and no. I mean, if you look at at hockey, we base things off shooting percentage, and a guy like Ovechkin is like you could say is eleven percent good at yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. only scoring eleven percent of his shots. But at least but he goes volume. I know what you mean. Yeah, I it's know just what you mean. it's, it's the only sport where like you though. number, you base it off of like something so stats. Obviously, yeah. is the biggest factor in baseball. So I've always found it really funny that like you can be in a world that you're always told like hundred percent is the best. Well, like listen, thirty percent in this case is considered. Elite. So somebody so, like me, yes. who obviously isn't a huge baseball fan, I'll watch it and I'll watch the Jays and they're in the playoffs and I follow mm-hmm. the Jays a little bit, of course, but not a, as big into baseball as I am into hockey or football or basketball, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I kind of look at the, this whole ball thing and it, I don't even think it should be a controversy because it's like every other sport looks at ways of increasing offense. Yeah. This is just a way for baseball to increase offense. Yeah. Like you said, it's better to manipulate the equipment than the players. Yes. As in, mm-hmm. don't juice the guys. Yeah, juice and the really, you're still everything is still made of all the same stuff. It's just like a little bit tweaked. I don't know. It's like if yeah. hockey, and you, Adam, you and I have talked about this before, like mm-hmm. uh, saw in the inside, like rounding the insides of the posts. You increase, mean flatten, flattening it. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. but rounded in, in towards Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yes. no, no, Adam's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. flatten flat yeah. them so, so they'll, yeah. It deflects in. Deflection, deflect them in. To me, it's fine. Like, why not? Like, what... I mean, you want to increase scoring. It's not radically changing the game. I mean, people, there'll, there'll always be people who... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's gonna... How, how do you... It affects the history of the game and all this kind of stuff. I personally think there's, like, a whole oval, overhaul that could happen in the NHL. That I think you should just... I was actually thinking about this today. I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. We're still talking about baseball, but I just want to go on a little bit of a tangent. Because I was thinking about... 
You know they talk about the modern era of baseball, which starts in like what nineteen oh four. It's something. something. It's, yes. Yeah, it's like when the dead ball was done. Or it's when nineteen twenty like or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, after it's Babe been, Ruth came to the league. Yeah, right? it's been yeah. like a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I, the baseball's the long. Yeah. Anyway, well, and then tennis. when they talk in tennis, when they say the modern era, what is that? Nineteen sixty nine, the open that? era. It's because they allowed professionals to play in the Grand Slam. So before okay. that, it was only amateurs. Yeah. So what? What would? So to, when you hear a term like that, it makes you think of separation from history. Yeah. Right. So yeah, what was history here? There's history there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So why can't you do that nowadays? Why can't we start a modern era of sport? There's no reason we can't. I think that's what I mean. In, in talking about baseball, though, people right. are so tied to history, mm-hmm. and that's why I think every sport is. Well, no, I but, think base, every sport but is. baseball, baseball just has the longest. I think, more than more, more than that. any yeah. of those other the top four North American sports, mm-hmm. people are very hung up on. History in baseball. People are hung up in history yeah. in other sports, but hockey has changed drastically. Sure. Baseball is basically the same game it was 100 years ago. I think, okay. That's you're right. Part of their criticism is that yes. they're slow to the, they, the game. Yeah. Slow to the party. It's basically the same game other than now they've got video review that more often than not is a failure. <laughs> okay, so, so I guess I should clarify. So you're right. So you're t- talking or you're speaking in terms of rules. Yes. And the, and the actual like yeah. spirit of the game. The structure, structure of the, of the game. game. Yeah. Baseball's very has not radically changed, but you can say, especially like football, I think football or basketball for sure have changed probably even, the most. Even hockey's changed a lot. Yeah, but basketball would be one big time just by introducing the three. Yeah, and then the, the now like the the way they call the games is completely different. When you watch like an old, even like a nineteen eighties basketball game, mm. it's like rough and tumble. Like, and then you watch it now, and you can't even like breathe on a guy and you get a Hack foul. A like it's yeah. it's crazy stuff. But yeah, I guess what I was thinking more in terms of is like is uh, schedule wise because oh, I feel like a lot of times like when we look at the NHL, we look at the NBA. Football, not as much, because they, they, they tweak the schedule a lot, you know, maybe not in favor of the players, but by adding games <laughs> to the week, but, yeah. but I mean, for hockey, why do we play an 82-game schedule? Yeah. Well, they shouldn't. No, but why? Why? What's the it's reason? It's because the owners oh. want to make money. Yeah, honestly. it's a money, it's got to be a money But why is it 82? Thing. Just because that's the way it started, I guess. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just been that's No, I point. know, yeah. It's arbitrary. No, it, it's and true. So, it's true, but now, like, now that they make all that money, they're never going to go back on no, it, right? No, uh, I don't know about that, because... I think there's. If they, I think if they could test run or something, if, if you can prove to the owners that they're not going to lose anything, then does I think English, hands down. Does English Premiership make more money than? They never played eighty two though. But that, no, but that's from, <laughs> and that's my point though. Yeah. No, I get. I get what you're oh, saying. Oh, you're saying they could make more money? They could. Of course, they yeah. could. If yeah. they played all year, and consider how many more people go to a game there when they yeah. sell out Old Trafford. Yeah, something. I know what you're saying. Like, like, whatever it, it, it is, it really doesn't matter the number, like because it wasn't eighty two all the time. And that's what that only changed. It went eighty four. It was like eighty at one point. Yeah. So it has switched, but so I, I think I, I think mean, they just decided, you know, forty-one, forty-one. I they they should knows. play considerably less, way less, way, way less, less. Like sixty in my, games, yeah, I think maximum sixty. See, so you know what? I was gonna say, we, even we, half think, the season. <laughs> I think think about how important every game would be. No, point. I think we should we should do an episode at some point and talk about like our theories to change the game. But personally, I I would I would want a forty-eight game schedule for the NHL. Whoop. Mad forty-eight games. You, you know play how, two times a week. Yeah. You play two times a week, ish. ish. No, nope, yeah, it's little, two times a week. Well, yeah. but then the season would be very. Sh- well, no, because you short. take you take your All Star break, you take okay. your Christmas break. Okay, okay. You start earlier. You start in September, not October. Uh, okay, okay. Playoffs are done by May, mm-hmm. which is so much better. Anyway, we're getting way off track. Let's go back to MLB. We'll we'll talk about this another <laughs> okay. time. But uh, just to go back, let's talk Jays a little bit. Adam, That's not. Let's talk our resident Jay expert. Man, well, I guess let's... my question. Uh, I'll frame a question. You you can go wherever way you want with it, but I'm just going to ask the simple question. 
Do you trade Donaldson? Do you blow it up? Is that the next step? Well, blow it up is a strong word because just trading Donaldson alone isn't blowing it up. I think it sets the precedent that that's what you're headed though. Well, the you thing don't is, trade there's because you, you have him under contract. But for the next thing year is, yeah, well, there's not there's agent. not much else to blow up when you when you consider it because. Well, you mean you don't maybe you don't bring Bautista back next year. Okay, and, but and, but again, we're talking about free agents right okay. now. So Bautista's a free agent coming up. Estrada, Hap. Those are three of the top four trade assets outside of um, Stroman and Sanchez, who obviously they're not going to trade. No. So those those guys are all free agents. Thus, their trade value is only if you trade them this year. They're, right. You know, so, you, so it wouldn't really be blowing it up, though, because really what you're just trying to do is get value out of them because unlikely that they're going to bring back Batista, I would say. If I were him, God, I don't know, go play in the NL and play once in a while. I, I don't know. Because, like, it's just, it's not there anymore. Um, and then as far as Estrada goes, he's having a bit of a rough year right now. See how it goes the rest of the way. He can still make money as a as a free agent. Hap, injured, he's doing pretty well. But, again, things haven't gone for those guys how they expected it to. But to go back to your original question, do you trade Donaldson? In my opinion, right now, five games, um, sorry, six games below 500. Um, How far back the wild card? Like five. Games. Five is yeah. Five, five games. I heard today. Five yeah, you're five right. And a half, five. Like five are the wild card. If they're which is unfathomable. Oh, it's crazy <laughs> with how bad they've been. I don't even understand because they have literally sucked all year. Well, well, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> they've been the most inconsistent. Team. But to me, if they're still five games out when it's the deadline's bad. coming up, which is July thirty first. Oh, okay. Non- the non waiver. Yeah. Yeah, the non waiver. I would, I would trade Donaldson because the way I look at it is Ooh. you're not going to be adding anything that's going to put you over the top because there's nothing right now that's going to make this team into a contender. They're not getting Steven Strasburg. They're not going to get Bryce Harper. That they're, guy can't play in Northern Climate. No, but anyway, like they're not <laughs> going to get, they're not going to get somebody that can turn it around. They're not going to get that. It's not going to happen. That's not really my. And so the thing is, so you trade him now because w- why? Trade him when he's got value. Well, that's more Get of my point. Get value out of him. Like, my point is not? not necessarily do you trade him to try to be a contender? Do you try to trade Mm-mm. him? Well, my question is do you just maintain the status quo at and try to hope you make the playoffs? No. Or do you just sell your assets now? You sell them. Yeah. It would be silly not to. And when you look at um, Atkins and Shapiro, like that's what they do. They, they want to build their own team and they build through young players. Young players that they build through their system. So, to me, it would make sense to do it. You know, all respect to what Anthopoulos did when he saw that he had a chance. He said, you know, look at the players I've got. Batista, Encarnacion, uh, he had Donaldson. Uh, you know, he had two good young pitchers in, in Stroman and Sanchez. And yeah, you he know, went out for Tulo. And then he went for Tulo and he went for Price. And he said, hey, good team. We've got a good chance. He went for it. He mm-hmm. figured that was the best shot that he was going to have. And he was right. That was the best shot he was going to have. And they didn't win a World Series. They had two good years where they went deep, didn't happen. Fine, start again. There's, it. That's how baseball goes. You know, yeah. uh, there's not a lot of teams that that su- sustain success for long periods of time. Giants, Cardinals, basically. For but the there's, last. but that's the thing is, there's just like not there's that many. Yeah, of them. there's a couple. That's it. There's, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah, only there's many Yankees and Red Sox, but even they go. But even the they, exactly. Red Sox went from last to first. Exactly. Uh, right, exactly. Right, right. So. 
you know, I feel baseball is like that in general, though. It is fickle like that. It, it is, is very. You're fickle. either out of the playoffs or you're mm-hmm. contending for a World Series. It seems. And there's teams that have been there like, are that were teams. crap my whole life that only in the last couple of years were good, like Kansas City. Yep. But then like now they are already starting their decline. Like it's amazing yep. how quick it, it happens well, in baseball, I, and then only the big market, big money teams can stay pretty yeah. much competitive all yeah. the time. And I know? mean, sometimes there's surprising teams, like for example, you know, Colorado. Sure. Was tearing it up this year. They've hit the skids a little bit. They're still in the mix. Yeah. They had they've they had a pretty bad stretch, but mm-hmm. they're still in there. I mean, that's a team where nobody expected it right now. Interesting you bring up Colorado, because I want to get to talking about World Series now. Yeah. And World Series futures picks. So we're about halfway through the season, right? Yeah. All star breaks generally halfway through the season. Yeah. Just past but yes. Yeah, just yeah. Just, just so I was there. looking at World World Series odds today, just out of curiosity. Yeah. Right? Uh, like you said, Los Angeles. Yeah, Dodgers got to be four to one odds right now. Astros, then Astros. Astros yeah. are are uh, four and a half to one odds. Nah. Nine, nine, nine over two. Close. Um, who do you think would be third right now? It's a it's it's a bit of a big jump from like the the Dodgers and the Astros are pretty far ahead. I mean, it's got to be someone in the NL West too because those it is the, not actually really because the best teams right now. I mean, is it the AL East? It is. Is it the Boston Red Sox? It is the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> well, that's ass. 13, <laughs> 13 over 2 right now. Well, of course it is. Like, Because the world revolves around Boston. Yeah, and I, forgot, I forgot. I forgot. 6.5 to me. 1 odds. There you go. Uh, and, then, and then it is the Nationals at 7-1. Uh, Nationals to one. would be... Uh, but the, re- the reason why I bring up the Rockies is because I look at them. The Rockies right now are sitting at 16 to 1 odds. Yeah. yeah. Are they? And I wanted to ask you guys, bring this up. Are they playing well enough that it would be... Because to me, that looks like that looks like the money pick at this point. They, to me, don't actually have a real chance of winning oh, this year. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. They've been a good team, but they've, they've hit the skids a bit. What I was going to say, though, actually, in defense of the Red Sox, which is rare coming <laughs> from me, they really haven't hit their stride yet. I thought I okay. saw that Red Sox hat they, in the room the other day. Not, not a chance. Don't slander me like that. Next was Josh Bailey jersey. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 <laughs> you must have me confused with somebody else. Maybe Mike Carter. Although, this, and now the listeners can decide whether or not this is a, a factor of truth. There may or may not be a signed Matt Green jersey in that room. Hey, the, ooh. 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 You have a signed Matt Green jersey? Hey, I, said I don't know. There may or may not be. I don't know. Do I have a signed Matt Green jersey? Hmm. Yes, 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 I do. <laughs> was, it, was it or was it not devalued by massively, the signature? <laughs> massively devalued by the signature. It's, it's worth that so much less I've now. All day. Yeah. Or, the, or the Islanders Ryan Smith jersey. I do have that as well. Um, Which is better, Neil? What is happening Maybe, over here? Well, both are pretty limited editions. <laughs> but anyway, we I digress. What I was going to say in defense of the Red Sox, they haven't really hit their stride yet. Their offense has been like... Average, but they've got players on their Until team that are the capable. Jays. Yeah, well, but everybody looks good against the Jays. Completely, <laughs> anyway. They've got players who are capable of doing a lot more than that. Yeah. So if they get their offense going, mm-hmm. man, they're going to just crush. Um, another team, the ALEs, that's been a surprise, just to touch them quickly Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. Everyone's Every like, year, everyone's like, hey, how are they doing this right now? And I'll tell you how. Smoke and mirrors. This offense, not. <laughs> smoke play for the Jays. Hey, oh, Dad. Yeah. That wow. was like that was like a smoke homer up there. That was a smoke hit that jam. one out of the park. <laughs> My goodness! Oh, you forced me to drink. Um, anyway, smoke, smoke the boat though. They, yeah, smoke the <laughs> oh, boat. God. The, the pitching's been bad over there. The offense is covered mm-hmm. up for it, but they're getting career years from Lomo and Dickerson, and like just it's they trade not... away all their players. And then every year they're somehow competitive. It makes no sense. I'm so I'm expecting a bit of a drop off. So let's there. go off that then, because yes. as of right now. 
The Jays and the Rays both have 50 to 1 odds to win the World Series. 50 to 1. So baby. by the end of the year, lay it who down has, right now. Who has the lower odd? The lower odds? Yeah, by the so, end who, of the year? Oh, so the Jays. Who finishes ahead. So Jays finish ahead of the Jays ahead of the Rays. Yeah, I think they will okay. actually. Okay. I think it because it's they're not really that far apart. And the Rays just it's not it's not real. We're talking about Corey Dickerson and Logan Morrison. Like I'm sorry guys. Lomo, <laughs> you you were funny on Twitter once or twice, but it's not real life. Like this is not what these guys sure. actually are. Now and again, players will have a good year. You know, Adam Lynn did once, Aaron Hill did once for the Jays, but this I just can't see this continuing. That offense just isn't that good. And they're missing some pretty key players and they've made up for it. It's just it's rare that that actually holds out over 162 games. Can the Cubs turn it around? Ooh. Uh yeah, but it's going to be tough because Milwaukee's showed that they're good enough to hold them off, and they put a bit of a put put a bit of a uh, distance between them. They do have God on their team, and they yeah they've got God himself. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which might be my favorite nickname. I mean, ever he, to I, I gotta love that guy. Like I don't, he's yeah, a lot I don't of fun. get the rest. Eric, Eric Ames. His nickname in Korea, Korea was, was God. Was God. Oh, because okay. he played that well in yeah, Korea. Because he just his stats are crazy. If you look them up, they're beyond like they're almost well, all incomprehensible. They're like batting four hundred, almost hit fifty home runs yeah. and like oh, wow. two hundred RBIs. They called him God. And I'm back pretty to back. sure I'm pretty Korean sure in MVPs. Korea, a yeah. lot of guys don't even touch forty home runs. So for a guy no. to consistently do it, yeah, is it's my is favorite wild. nickname ever given to because right now. Right now, the Cubs are set at eight and a half to one odds. Yeah, and I'm sure the Brewers have like no love. Thirty-three to one, which is fair. They're not gonna win, but they have a very good chance, in my opinion, of making it. They really just have to play about five hundred the rest of the way. What about the Diamondbacks? They started off well. Hey, they're, they're, they're they're set at twelve to one right now. They're still good right now. So, do you think maybe they're the money bet? Twelve to one. I mean, things could come together. They've got some. What do they good... have going for them? Lots, in fact. I mean, well, to win a World Series. I to mean. win a World Series, they've they sh- they could pick up a pitcher, but they've got good offense. Randy Johnson won with them, right? Yeah. Yeah, he won a World Series with them, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's his name? Hit that home run, Luis. Uh, man, he had a ton of home runs. That was probably like two thousand, two thousand one. It's like a long time yeah. ago. Anyway, I was but a lad, but. Uh, <laughs> Oof, wow. Yeah, I was also Scottish or something <laughs> back then, too. And also 100 years old. Yeah, I, I was born um, Anyway, I think it was Luis Gonzalez. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, they, I can't see them winning either. But it's weird because this year, all the teams that are really, to me, have a legitimate chance, it's hard for me to see them winning. Like the Dodgers? Yeah, because they haven't won in a long time. And, and hey! I, Look at last year, man. I know, exactly. A <laughs> hundred. You would have yeah, took no, a long exactly. time. hundred plus. I know, I know. And that's, I'm so, I'm not saying. hundred plus Are we years. bitching about the Willers not making the playoffs for 10, ten years. years? Yeah, but whatever. We're, I know. we're not them. But, but that shows you baseball, how long baseball's been around that you can have a streak of a hundred plus years. hundred and eight, but. hundred and eight yeah. years. Could you tell me who's second? Who now is the active? Cleveland. How amazing was that? 50, they were in the final. Uh, 50 no, I thought it was over something. 60. I think the last time they won... Oh, maybe it is. Actually, I think the last time they won was in 1950... Yeah, it's 60, yeah. 68 years. Guess yeah. how I feel about Cleveland and them not winning championships. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you feel pretty good about oh, it. Oh, yeah. man. I know. God. Yeah. Just, I don't ever... Once, okay, once LeBron leaves the Cavaliers at the end of this can year... Win. Once he's gone, because he's gone. You're saying they can win all the time and you'd have no, to... No, 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 no. Once he's gone, then we never have to listen to fucking Cleveland be relevant <laughs> again and I can't wait. But then they could win all they want and you wouldn't care or anything. How are oh, they no, going to do hate, that? I don't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. how are they ever going to do that? Uh, anything else you want to talk about baseball? You know what? I just wanted... 
I was going to talk a little bit about Clayton Kershaw. You know what? You you guys tell me what you want to hear. Okay. Because I was going to say an interesting I like fact Kershaw. So about guy, Kershaw. Again, I, okay, so, so... I like Kershaw stats because they're always hilarious. This, exactly. So this good. is a huge outlier So for, so stat, for me, so. Oh. the casual baseball fan, fucking love watching the guy play. Yeah. The, he'll hit... He'll he'll pitch the entire game yeah. and still somehow crush a home run. Mm-hmm. At okay, some point then in the you game. know what? I'm going to talk about Clayton Kershaw. He I'm not even going to tell you the other one. I want to know. What's Jay's other one? prospect, Bo Bichette. He's having a hell of a year. <laughs> Let's but hear them both. You want to hear both? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll try to make it quick. Okay. We can make our next segment quick. It's so okay. so first, I'll uh, I'll go with Clayton Kershaw here, and I got these numbers from uh, Jeff Sullivan of Fangraph. So this Ooh, is a little shout out. Yeah, well, of co- well, you got to give the guy his sure. due. Not that Jeff Sullivan's listening to this. Maybe he is. Anyway, <laughs> hey Jeff, if you are, retweet us, please. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, like you're you're much more famous than we are. Um, yeah. So interesting thing. Tag him about Kershaw. Yeah, <laughs> we could we could do that. Early in his career, when he was behind in the count, so the hitter yeah. had the advantage, he would throw about 80% fastballs, trying to get back into that right. count. Now, just over 50%, uses his slider a lot more often. Okay. Now, you'd say, okay, yeah, whatever, growth, getting better, veteran, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine, fine. Two years ago, <laughs> fine. his swing rate went behind in the count. Yeah. So that means how often guys are swinging at pitches he yeah. throws, went behind in the count, was about like 53, okay. which is good, which is good. That's like within the top 10, top 15 probably. Now, 64.3%. That is the best in the league by 7.5%. So he's just... he that. But the thing that's crazy is the batter has the advantage and he's making them look stupid. Right. That is an amazingly impressive stat. It's so hard to put into context other than saying the next closest guy... Is seven and a half percent back of him? Just because he's changed up. His just arsenal? because, well, no, just because his stuff is that good. Right. I mean, he throws that slider. Nobody's touching it. It is amazingly impressive. The league average is almost twenty percent. Wow. Lower wow. than that. Amazing. But here's the really weird thing about it. So he's best in the majors when he's behind. Okay. In all other counts, he's in the sixty-fifth percentile. Really? Where so he, he plays better he from behind. He plays better from behind, hmm. which is very weird. Huge outlier stat. That's an interesting Clayton Kershaw stat. He's full of weird stuff. You ever seen the movie Southpaw? That, that is such a baseball thing. Yes, you know, just it was. deep into the stat. Yeah. Oh, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. You remember his whole thing in that movie? He used to get, he like him punched in the face because then he just like rally back. That was his deep. He didn't, sure. he had no defense. He just there got punched in the face then he just like tear back like a there pimple. There's Kershaw. Probably inspired by Rocky himself. Kershaw Southpaw. Kershaw is something else. <laughs> All right, and then, this is Jay's guy. So, Bo Bichette. I mean, clearly you haven't heard of the guy. What a name. Son of Dante Bichette. Name, uh, and so he's 19 years old. Fantastic name. And he's been playing in low A with other highly touted young Blue Jays prospect, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. So, I'm just going to talk about Bo mostly today, though. So, Bo... And Vladdy, before their All-Star break, they got promoted to high A. They haven't played a game in high A yet. They just played in the Futures game on a Sunday. Um, the U.S. won 7-6. So oh. Bo Bichette's team won. But he didn't get any hits. Vlad Darn. went 2-4. for four. What can you do? No Darn. big deal. Bo Bichette, though. 32 doubles in the first half of the season here. The next closest guy is three back of him, but he's five years older. He's got oh, wow. five more years of experience. That is crazy. The guy in third is eight doubles back of him. He's making consistent 
hard contact. And that's something the Jays haven't had in a long that time. That is great. <laughs> no, it was actually his base, like base hitters. Guys well, that get well, on base. Yeah, because he's not hitting a ton of home runs. And you he's don't just need that anymore, though. And then, so, speaking of getting on base, his batting average, 384. The next closest guy, 330. Wow. So Amazing. He's, so he's leading his... Oh, he's leading that league by a mile. By a mile. And then his on-base percentage... 448. The next wow. closest guy is 39 points behind him, his teammate Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. Now, all these numbers are uh, as of last Friday when their season in low A ended. They'll likely never play in low A again. Right. They're promoted now to, um, you know, get to play in Florida, Dunedin. They can get out of Michigan, which is great. Nobody wants play to be Florida. there. Nice. So go play in Florida. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats to Bo Bichette. And uh, Vladdy Guerrero I just Jr. Like you say his name. He's got a great baseball name. Yeah, it makes it's, it. Yeah, he's got it makes it easier to baseball. trade those big guys too when you have prospects like that coming. And up. that's the other thing I was yeah. going to say too is you can trade those guys because you're saying okay, a few years down the road. I mean, listen, they're not a slam dunk guarantee. No, of course not. However, they look very good. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is the number two prospect in all of baseball right now. Mm. Um, and Bichette, uh, Juan Moncada. He plays for the White Sox, and like he's all he's fucking really good. Oh, okay. Um, and then Bichette's like, I think, ooh, 16, or he might have dropped a little bit. He's still in the top 30, wherever he is. Um, so, pretty promising. Nice. So, anyway, that's enough for the Jays, clearly. I think you. I'm going to put my money in the Diamondbacks. There you go. You know what? I would love you to. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> but uh, probably my pick, even though it's not a good money pick, I would like to see the Dodgers win. Yeah. Actually, or the Astros. That'd be fun, too. They got a lot of good players on that team. The Wouldn't Astros be upset either for way. A long time. They really did. And they changed leagues. Does Nolan Ryan still own them? I think he's a part owner still. Okay. And he's uh, a cool guy. I kay. like that guy. Anything you want to touch on for baseball? You want to move on to quick. the hard court. A quick. Well, the, the grass. grass. The, the grass. grass. Sorry. Damn it. Hard court Australian. Yes. yes, and U.S. And U.S. All right. We'll move to the grass. The Quickly. We'll just do a quick little the other of the quarters. So that's yeah. the thing we're going to do. So we're gonna, now we're going to move right into tennis for all the fans who can, <laughs> who wanted more tennis. More tennis. All the emails we got. Tennis. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. Listen, Adam, I gave you almost half an hour. I know, I'm, I'm shocked. So actually. now, so now, Neil, so now Neil, uh -huh. Neil gets his Wimbledon set. We can do a quick, we can do a quick. I'm just so surprised. that, I'm, you know, overstate as well. So, so here's, yeah, usual. Let, me, let me set it up. So I want to talk first about the Nadal upset. Okay, because that's amazing. That's right. <laughs> In terms of like how ridiculous it was. Second like, round? You no, know, fourth round. For, oh, so fourth yeah, round. Okay. Fourth round. Round 16. What happened? Yeah. I believe 16-13 in the fifth set. No, what happened? Or 16-14. What happened 15, in the third? Uh, got down two sets to love, which is really tough, but he forced the fifth set. And for those people that are wondering about tennis, there is no tie break in the fifth set of Grand Slams, except for the U.S. Open. Oh, so I you, didn't so know you, that. So you just have to win by two. So that's why the score was 15-13 in the oh, fifth set. Okay. Wow. Just crazy, right? But it's still not anywhere near the record. Which is? Big John Isner. Versus Nicholas Mahu. How did you know? Big John Hicks. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... No. 70-68. What? <laughs> How long was the match? 11 hours. Oh my it no. took three days. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not lying. Wow. 2010. Wow. That's a real thing. Look it up. It's honestly, when you look up the stats from the match, it's incredible. Yeah. Jesus Nobody Christ. could break. They couldn't break the serve, so they just kept serving back at each other. And there was one day where they played the entire fifth set. It was like from like, I believe it was like 2020 to like... 
50 some. They played 30 some games without ever breaking. It was like six hours on court. Wow. In Holy one day. Shit. It was the longest they did in a day. And then with rain delays and all this different stuff, especially in England, it happens. Mm. It took three days for the match to complete. The legend of Big John. Yeah, Big John is there. So he won the longest match in tennis history. 70-68 at Wimbledon, which is funny. So... But anyway, sort of sidetracked, but that's an amazing stat. If that's you ever look it up. hugely If amazing. you look it up, it's actually crazy. So, But 15-13, uh, Gilles Muller, just a big server from Luxembourg. He's a journeyman. Guy that's always been a bit dangerous, but nothing crazy. And Nadal really didn't play that bad. I looked at the stats after the match. Nadal only made 17 on four stairs, which is like not a lot. That's And 77 winners, so he's plus 60, which in tennis, that's huge. But Gilles Muller just had a couple more, went for it a bit more, had more errors, but had more winners, so... Uh, yeah, just unlucky loss. And the Dow actually didn't play that bad, really. So, so now what does that mean for him? Uh, so, Gilles Muller plays uh, Marin Cilic. So, he's got a chance, actually, in the quarterfinals. So, the matchups are Murray versus... Uh, uh, who's Murray facing? I just looked at it. I can't remember. He just beat... Uh, Come oh, on, Yosemite Sam. Sam Corey from America. <laughs> Yosemite Sam? Yeah, Yosemite Yosemite Yo Sam. I wasn't going to say Yo, Yosemite Sam. I wasn't going to say Yosemite Sam. Listen, it's a weird word, okay? Jill uh, Muller is playing Marin Cilic. And yeah. then uh, Thomas Burge is playing Novak Djokovic. And our boy, our Canadian, is playing... Mr. Roger Federer. And that was my... That was Which is unfortunate. Question. God damn it. Oh, yeah. That was last year's final. Most informed. Uh, semi-final. Oh, last year's semi-final. So Murray and... Who did Brownage lose last? Oh, Djokovic. Murray. 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 So Murray's on the other half. So Federer and Djokovic and Raonich and Burdich, they're in one half. And then it's Murray, Corey, Muller, and Chilich in the other half. Mm. So whoever... Between basically... I'll tell you right now, like, it... Unfortunately for Milos, like, Federer is way more informed than last year. Federer uh-huh. took the rest of the season off last year after losing to Milos in the semis because he was hurt. Okay. So then he came back and he's won almost every tournament. He's only lost one tournament so far, Federer, since he's come back. Damn. He's won every tournament he's played this year except one. He won the Australian Open. He won Indian Wells. He won Miami. And then he won Holly, which is like for the ninth time on grass, a, a tune-up event for Wimbledon. So he's in form, to say the least, at 35 years old. So, unfortunately... Maybe he's tired. Hey! I mean, the guy hasn't maybe. lost a set though, Nick. I mean, he's just cruising. He just maybe he slept walked his way to the quarters like old times. And maybe Milos is just gonna hey. kill him with the serve. And man. like, so that's the hope. Obviously, obviously, I'm rooting for Milos, but I just don't see it happening. It's Federer's to lose, honestly. Djokovic has looked okay. He's hurt a little bit. Burdich is a former finalist. Actually, Nadal beat him one year in the final. So Burdich has made a final at Wimbledon. He's always dangerous, big hitter, big man. Um, but honestly, like, it should be a Murray Federer final. Which is what the All England Club will be clamoring for to have a hometown guy versus Federer. They won't know who to cheer for. No, I was going to ask you that. Who do you think gets the bigger cheer? Sometimes it's Federer. I bet it's like Federer. It's, it's messed up. Yeah. No, it's not quite. Like it, oh, it's man. No, they, no, they've played in the final Wait, before. Wait, is, is Murray, is he English or Scottish? Ah, well, so, that's so the Adam, thing. Adam, this is the, great, the, this is the great debate. Yeah. Yes. He's British when he wins. He's Scottish when he loses. Yeah. So. That's... <laughs> so, yeah. That'll decide what so, yeah, kind of he cheer is, he's, he gets. He's, he's great British, we'll say. Mm. So... But, um, I don't know. I think Federer's at the point where he's earned so much respect yeah. from tennis fans, and yeah. you have a Wimbledon crowd who are sure. like tennis. I if Federer does, there if stuff, Federer but. can win, he will be the first man to win eight Wimbledon titles, open oh era or God. not, ever. The the record is seven, and he's tied with. He's Sanders. tied with Pete Sampras and William Renshaw. Ah. Hey, I think you said his name last week, and yes. I said we'll never hear that name again. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I guess wrong. What? Well, yeah. every week you just <laughs> so, gotta pop but it in William there. William Renshaw got a, a buy right to the final, so uh, it's not even really that close. Why is that? It was just the way the rules was back in 1800s, Nick. In 1885, you know, the champion got a buy right to the final. Really? Yes. 
That's so William Renshaw won so six William in a row. William Renshaw's nothing, man. He's nothing to me. <laughs> nothing compared to <laughs> He's nothing compared to Fed. No. Listen. Fed's got seven and Sanford's got seven and they both won many more in a row. Okay. Seven, Let's, so. uh, anything else you want to talk about? Well, just quickly though, Federer did become the all-time winner at Wimbledon. He has the most match wins at Wimbledon ever. Ah. So he will actually ahead have ahead of Renshaw. No, it's ahead of uh, I believe it was Pete Sampras. <laughs> well, he's still ahead of Renshaw. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I want to say Sampras. It could be like someone like Bjorn. Bjorn. He retired young though. No, he probably... did. Bjorn Borg retired young, and then Goran Ivanisevic would be my other guess. But if but... Sampras has as many wins as he does, he's probably up. He's there probably too. close. But Federer's made more like finals and semis. Yeah. Though, that's See, and I didn't know that. And I heard this the other day. I was listening to John McEnroe. He was actually mm-hmm. on Bill Simmons' podcast the other day, and they were talking about obviously a lot of tennis stuff with yeah. Wimbledon. Really. And, what else would but they were talking about him, about him and him and Bjorn and yeah. you know that era and stuff like that. And I didn't know Bjorn retired when he was like twenty five. Yeah, or uh, yeah, it was young. It was like it might not have been that young, but it was like twenty seven. It was something like that, that. It was like crazy to me. It was young. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it goes to show you what twenty seventeen has done for like athletes. Yeah. Like because yeah. Federer is honestly he might be better. It's just the competition's better now than maybe it was it's ten just, years ago. It's crazy. Him. What he's but, doing. But like, he's he's improved. When you watch him play now, he actually is better. His backhand's better. He still serves, like, not super hard, but really accurate. And his forehand's always been one of the best, if not the best ever. That's another That's another. Kind but of his backhand has completely changed the game. Like, the guy's 35, and he's in the finals of Grand Slam. So, crazy. wait, Bjorn Borg, though, I'm just curious. Did he retire? Was it severe injury or what? No, just, like... You just, just had a well, that, okay. So I here. mean, he makes underwear now. I'm sure he makes a lot of money. <laughs> Here's the thing that they talk about. I'm not even kidding. Is apparently, and I kind of, I, I didn't look into it, but the 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 gist I got from the way Macron was talking about it was that essentially the way tennis worked back then was he was kind of too good at like there was he was playing so well, and they basically said to him, "You need to like not be as good in a way." Ah. Uh. Or we're gonna have to ask you not to play. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know what was happening. I it was think, something about his muscle mass or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, but there, but there was, was something. I know, like tennis back then, he had some actually, sort of competitive advantage that they, did, yeah. they didn't want him to have. Oh, okay. So was it hmm, a natural competitive? Okay, no one else. Okay, and I know, I know, just like a little side note, back then tennis too, it was a lot different. They weren't getting paid that much, right? And there was actually uh, exhibitions would be more money, like people mm. would put on exhibitions right. and stuff. Battle so there was a lot of like, yeah. So there was a lot of like, they would take money to go play other events, and they would actually skip Grand Slams right. particularly the Australian Open because it used to be in December so people would take it off because they wanted well, also, you know, how, Christmas I mean, how that's why it would it have been that's why it's in January there. now actually they had to oh. shift it so it used to not always be in January but imagine back in the day getting to Australia for no payout yeah would be exactly utterly useless yeah, so they would like go to like the New Yorks of the world and stuff and do yeah. like exhibition matches yeah. I know Jimmy Connors was big for that, and like so, guys would just skip Grand Slams like willy nilly. Mm, okay. Whereas like now, you would never think about that because they make that's where they make their that's, money, right? Yeah, that's where they get their bread. So it's actually that's kind of one of the big arguments against this era is that like Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, they've all played all four Grand Slams every single year, all the time. Whereas back then, like the Bjorgs of the world, who has eleven titles, Grand Slam titles, never played Australia, never mm. once. So or he played maybe, it once. So maybe the for- only time those guys would play it is if they would won all three. So if they would have won, to get that was always slam. their yeah to get the grand slam. That was their only way they would ever play Australia. So you could say maybe Federer Nadal's championship is a little t- is a little bloated. Inflated, yeah, yeah. The, it started kind of in the nineties when they switched the Australian Open to. Okay, let's move on quickly to the NHL a little bit. Okay. Talk about the Oilers. I'm actually starting to get into this a little. Hey, bit. there you go. See, oh no, all you gotta do is watch one match with the best players play each other, and you'll be hooked. You know what? I haven't even watched it. Actually, outrageous. Yeah, they play for six hours and they hammer the ball at each other. 
Game so one ping pong. One okay. thing I want to touch on if we move into hockey really quickly here is a stat correction that we talked about last week. Ooh, Ooh. a stat correction. So we talked about Patrick Marlowe. Oh. And you had said whoever some idiot writer in Toronto said they you know they signed Marlowe if he plays the breadth of his three or Yeah, contracts. no, he's still short. So that's what I and I, I looked it up when we were doing the podcast. And I didn't say anything, but I please let me finish. Okay. Thank you. Couple games. So, correction on Marlowe. If he plays the breadth of the season of all three seasons, 82 games for 3 years. Yeah. How finished with 100 or 1767 games? If Marlowe plays the entirety of that contract or the entirety of the contract, he'll still be 20 games short. That's what it was. I was going to say I thought it was short 30 still. short, yeah. So, so Close. Not quite Toronto writers. Close. Not quite. And See, the thing, though, to me that's really impressive about it, because Hal played 23 seasons, did he not? Something yeah. like that. Well, Marlowe won't have. I know. he's And so, or no, he'd it, be 21, but so just amazingly healthy. I think it's eight like, years ago really, he's played over 80 games eight, or something. Like, that's really impressive. Yeah, all his, his all other things aside. Like, he's an emotionless automaton. <laughs> automaton Adam's just going for it all. He's trying to truck the whole thing. But I think hope about so. just to think about how crazy that is. Adam Cogliano himself to play another, basically what he's already done. Yeah. Again. Well, to get more. close to that. Oh, just to get close. Just well, to get yeah, close. He's he's yeah. almost a thousand games behind him. Yeah. yeah. For how? Which is crazy. Is, which is um, just. Do you guys want to talk about Jokinen? Jokinen. Side? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do we I have like time? It. I mean, you know, yeah, we got time. We're we're not up against it. No. I think it's a fine signing. I think you look at a few things about the guy. I'm going to just throw one advanced stat out, just one only. His PDO last year, which is generally a measure of luck, was well below average. Which is? Well, no, 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 no. So what was his set at? 96.8 should be at 1. Yeah. You want 100. And so just, I mean, if he goes back to normal, he'll just have a better year offensively. Defensively, he did everything he's supposed to. He plays on the PK. He can win a face-off now and then. Fine signing for like very little money. I don't, I don't even really care about him increasing his scoring necessarily. I think you, if you see Oakland players in the third line and kind of mentors Pugliarvi and only puts in like 35 points. Yeah, that's great. I don't care. That's perfect. But that that would be a bump because last year he had 28 points. Right. So, so sure. say, so but say he had for averaged instance, way more than that up to that point, Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Because he just had a, a weird kind Down of year. Here, like yeah. only two years ago he had 65 points, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, he's really not far removed from that. Sure, he's 34 now, but 34... When you look around, is apparently not what he used to be. No, thirty-four seems to look somewhat young now. Yeah. So, I think it's a really good signing. It's such a low risk because what's the worst thing that happens? He gets hurt and he doesn't play. Well, we didn't have him a second ago. So yeah. Exactly. It's just such a low risk. The reward isn't massive, but there's potential for uh, definitely a win there. I think it's a shrewd pickup by Shirelli. Have a older Finnish guy come in, help Puliarvi. Even though he, you know he played in North America all of last year for the AHL team, help him acclimatize a little bit probably to the NHL, and you know he obviously there's familiar familiarity there with Jokinen yep. part owning the team probably we played for in Finland. So I I don't know I think it's a shrewd move. I think this is one of the n- number one things that comes to mind to me whenever you look at the stats committee ver- community versus the old school community when they look at how to build a team i think a lot of times you can look at players and look at their their pdo or you can look at their coursey their their um scoring chance percentages stuff like that and you look at them in a way that they're just sort of cogs and you go well this is what they were doing this is what their averages are i'm just going to plug and place them here and it's going to be probably equal to the same because everything regresses to the mean which is might be true. If a guy is consistent, no matter where he goes, in certain you know 
certain analytics categories, sure, plug and plug and drop them, whatever, plug and play, he'll be fine. But I think this this reminds people that there are human factors to these things. These guys are still guys at any job. It's when people talk about like poison in the locker room, and they go, "Well, that's not a real thing," you know. They're athletes; they're playing a game. That's not. But it's like think about any job you've ever had. When you're in an office with somebody, or you're working somewhere where you don't like someone you're working with, and you'll say to your boss, like, listen, don't schedule me with this person anymore. I don't want to work with them. I don't want to be around them. They piss me off. I don't get along with them, whatever. So you got to remember, it, I think it's almost amplified a lot of times with, with athletes because you're around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. You're around each other all the time. Well, so they travel together. They room together. They right. eat together. They work out together, play so, together, all that. So this just reminds me of a real, like, human aspect of it that I think is a really smart thing to do and to and to be conscious of because the yeah they are for the most part just these athletes who come in and do their work but you know there are these other factors in their lives especially when you're a 20 year old kid in a new country yep mm-hmm. where you don't you speak know? the language we right. don't know anybody I think another thing is this is one of those rare signings that actually you mentioned the stats community versus the old school it actually satisfies both I think so too which is unusual yeah. and it's a great thing <laughs> and another weird one here is the Oilers have never won a cup without at least one Finn on the roster huh <laughs> now that doesn't mean anything doesn't mean anything because <laughs> Yari Curry was that Finn and, or what? no there were that's a Tikkanen but there were also other ones well there were other Finns before them there was Maddie Hagman and Rod Salina and there were a couple other guys but those were the two yes but anyway just saying They've never won a cup. Uh, tell me, Yardy without... didn't have that magic touch. Oh, I'm not saying man. every Tommy Finn. Sallow. Tommy Sallow is Swedish. I know, I know. But I'm not saying every I'm Finn. Of Sammy yeah, you think of Sammy no. Sallow, who is uh, who <laughs> Finnish. is Finnish. But Finnish. I'm not saying every Finn will drag us to a cup. But I'm just saying, never won a cup without a Finn on the roster. So now we got to <laughs> doubles our chances. Obviously, anything you want to talk about? Touch on for the Oilers. Or NHL at all? No, I'm okay. What about that signing just yesterday, that French defenseman? Oh, I know yeah. this is a real weird one, and people Johan are going to... Avitu. Oh, yeah, Avitu. People are going to say, why am, why am I talking about that? Why yes. is that a thing we're going to talk about? Defenseman. The thing that's interesting, though, is they signed him, I, my understanding, is a one-way yeah. NHL contract. So $800,000 Yeah, very little money. Yeah. But so they think there's something there. Yeah. That's, that's interesting to me, and that's one that's a big stats pickup mm-hmm. because his underlying stats are, are quite decent for uh, for that kind of money and it's just it's kind of it's surprising to me a little bit it yeah. might mean that maybe Sekera's out longer than he thinks no. even if you said six months because Sekera in an interview said oh, I'll be back sooner than everybody thinks but every athlete always says it. it's <laughs> a it's a low-risk maneuver so it doesn't really matter um uh, I was gonna talk a little bit about James Harden but we'll, 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 we'll conduct NBA next week yeah or uh, any other week just a lot of so, money yeah a lot of money yeah. 228 mil Steph Curry had that contract for two weeks the <laughs> yeah. biggest contract Steph for two weeks. still makes more annually but yeah I think Steph doesn't mind too much does he yeah. I think you've convinced me too that I like what Masai is doing in Toronto I think I'm back on I was ready yeah. to abandon the team yeah you're back but the, you convinced me it's a th- you know, they, they trade for C.J. Miles. They sign him to another yeah, three-year deal. Yeah, which is a really, really good move because it's, a, it's, it's a just a solid, you know. He's no, he's not going to be any better or worse. He probably he has more likely chance to be better than Damari Kara was in that spot. Oh, he will. Exactly. You, so then if you, so if you bring back the exact same roster yeah. and just implant him, you're probably even a little bit better than you were. And it's three years. You got three it's years. It's three years, you don't years do man, it. and like whatever. Yeah, you, 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 exactly. You have, now Masai is going to test if he drafted well and if they developed well. That's it. That's exactly. all it's going to come down to. So. Hmm. Um, okay, no emails this week, boys. Oh. So we still got one more free swag to give away. Free swag. So you people, you clever. don't want free stuff. You guys got. 
trying to be kidding me. They're trying to. They're trying to. We're Canadians. They're trying to be nice. They want oh, someone else to sorry, have it. I don't want to. No, 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 no. We want you in on it. We want whoever you are out there. Yeah, join, you're listening right now. Join Jerome from Calgary. Join Sheldon. Join uh, Sugar, Sugar Lance, Lance and Drew. Drew from the Crane Sea. <laughs> you know, if join them and you will be part of the elite security council of Off the Bench. Who you can follow on Twitter at, and that's us, Off off the Bench, at Off the Bench Cast <laughs> on Twitter. And send those emails to OTBCast, that's O-T-B-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. I think maybe people are getting confused because I'm doing acronyms and words every time I read the oh, Gmail account. Oh, So it's O-T-B-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, that's... OTB cast tell us if you want to hear more tennis, more baseball. And we just want you to put what? us in our place and just tell us how crappy you think we yeah. are, maybe. That too. Um, so no open floor, obviously. We're going to wrap things up. Yep. But uh, next week, we're going to do a little bit of summer stuff, I think. I got some things planned, so sure. I'll let them know. Oh, yeah. Summer movies. Boys I, know. I, was, I was waiting. We'll save that for next week. Uh, maybe when it's nicer outside. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, a little, it's, a little you know, it's a little gloomy out today anyway, so, you know... Who wants uh, to, to, hear about? To, to Yeah, to build off the, the, the summer, like, blockbuster music sort of theme, I just uh, had been watching Spider-Man Homecoming before oh, the start of the podcast. Okay. Great, great summer film. <laughs> Lives up to the hype, I'd say. There you go. Recommend it. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Again. I guess it is the time for superheroes this, this summer. Exactly. That's what we do. Email us, otbcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, at OffTheBenchCast. Uh, I'm Nick. This has been... This is me, Adam. Adam. What are you, why are you pointing at me? Because I want you guys to <laughs> just sign it off. Oh, jeez. Like, just, just sign it off. All right. Oh, All right. Until next time. Sloppy. Until next week. Until next week. We're still in the shadows <laughs> of Roger's place, but we're back on the bench. Fly is off the court.